Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 89 of Steve AGO with my guest Marilyn Rice Cub. This is her second appearance on the podcast. Um, we talk a lot about uh, the trials and tribulations of stand-up and the hecklers and uh, parenthood. And um, yeah, I think you're really going to love it. I have nothing to plug. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to hop right into the episode. Um if I do have anything that comes up, you can find out uh, on the internet. Follow me at Steve Ag, uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to plug. Oh, I do have. I'm doing a live show, a live Steve Ag. Uh, my first live version of this podcast, and it's going to be Sunday. The 25th of June. That's something to plug. Yeah. Oh, there's Marilyn Rice. It's a fantastic plug. There is, there's Marilyn Rice. Come see this live. So it'll be at the Starburns Castle um, in Burbank. Uh, if you want to come, check it out. I'll be posting more info as, as uh, that comes. But that'll be the 25th. Usually there's a Harmontown. There's not going to be a Harmontown there that night. So I'll be filling in, doing nice. my podcast Instead of Harmontown at the Starburns Castle, so uh, please so come out. You keep the ratings up. You get all his viewers. That's right. I'm hoping. So follow me on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and I'll be posting more info about that uh, as it comes up. All right. Enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. Pro Tools is like the standard. It's like you know everyone was editing for a long time on Final Cut. Yeah. Pro Tools is the new standard, but it's been around no, for it's like, not, it's oh. the original, oh. like when, as soon as it went digital, I believe Pro Tools has oh, been like, Oh, <clears> okay. <throat> That's why it's familiar to me. Cause it really is a reference for me from like 1996, maybe. I think it's super complicated. I had Pro Tools and I, uh, I switched to something called Logic. You don't give a shit about that. No, I don't. <laughs> That's making me laugh because it's so vaguely familiar to me. I just, in my mind, Pro Tools, the... It does a lot of stuff. That's why I was like, oh, why, yeah, yeah, why yeah. would you use it for podcasting? Just recording something that's one level of talking. That's all. That, that, that's where my mind went is that. I mean, you could do this on people do podcasts on GarageBand, which is right. or <laughs> amateur they, hour. Am I right? There are people that do it on their phones. Yeah. Like just. Yeah, that's amazing. I have a mic for my phone. My girlfriend got me this mic for my phone and I can 
record and just when you're on the road yeah you feel like doing man on the street stuff yeah you just pop it out start asking people questions excuse me sir what do you think about the current state of the uh united states government you know why you do that because you're curious about the world yeah you're interested in people and i'm a people person that's just the way you are Get that hat off. My head is starting to sweat. Why am I wearing a beanie? You got your haircut since I've seen you. I shaved it yesterday what morning. What in the hell has been happening? It feels so good. It looks great. I will... It looks like it feels good. Oh, my God. And I save on shampoo because I just use a, a <laughs> tiny drop. Um, I shaved my head once. Way different no. for a lady. Way different for a lady. Different conversation. Am I right? Did you really? Differences between genders. For Let's what? talk about it. <laughs> Why did you for do that? For what? For a role. Was it really for a role? I was auditioning for G.I. Jane. No. <laughs> <laughs> I shaved it for an audition. I know. It wasn't right. even a guarantee. I was convinced. I mean, that's the way you have to approach auditions. You have to approach it knowing I'm going to get this part. You want them to know you're committed. Yeah, I want you to know I. you can rely on me. I'm more than a team player. I'm your person. I'm yeah. going to take it there. I'm a team leader. So I'm assuming you just shaved it. I was um, still living in Michigan, and I think I had just started art school, so I was in my first oh, or second year yeah. of art school. Yeah. But I can remember vague, it's not, really a story or an event but i i can remember moment just these memories of moments yeah. where i think i was having some art show in a local library somewhere <laughs> or a community center but i shaved my head and i can remember the woman just could not deal with you know yeah, when yeah. you did it visually cuz i was pretty um Tame. Oh, no, yeah. I wasn't punk. I probably should have been punk, but yeah. I, number one, I couldn't commit to it because I like to, <laughs> I like to hide and remain neutral so nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I just like to live in the ether and yeah, just be like, don't you can't call me out. Blend anything. into the blend background. in, and also uh, maybe a bigger reason was that there was one girl that did it really, really well. Yeah. Early on, it, it, we were young and she full on committed, and I was like, well, why try? She's had. You know, the foot-long mohawk and tons Ugh. of piercings. And this was way back. And when you're that young to... Yeah. to, I think the first time I shaved my head was in art school, too. Really? Yeah. I didn't like it. I was kind of sad. I, for most of my life, would grow my hair out till it got super long and then yeah. I couldn't handle it anymore. Like, down to my fucking nipples. Like, I would have really long the hair. The nipples was the benchmark? Yep. And then I would... Put it up in a ponytail, cut the ponytail off, and then shave my head. Solid. And I would do that for like probably 15 years. I never had a professional haircut. Well, I that's just... a really adult way to approach life. <laughs> I'd grow it, shave it, grow it, shave it. Yeah. But wait, would you... I tuned out for the middle of that. Would you have it in the middle for a while? Well, it was constantly in a state of growing out, yeah. Okay. There, were, there would always be like a six-month period of like, ugh, hats. <laughs> from the shaving no the shave was cool it's when it gets growing to the, a out bob it's gets... gotta be the worst it's gotta be the worst when it's like right there yeah I look like an asshole that's when you go to hats you must have really nice hair I think you had kind of longish hair when I met you a lot of hair people in when I work on shows will be like ooh your hair is so thick I don't know why you would want to cut it <laughs> That's I get that a lot I'm gonna, I'll show you a photo so here. So you're just being a jerk by shaving your head right now. 
Yeah, but when you I, know I'm your mocking, hair is the envy, you're mocking. I'm mocking the follically challenged. <laughs> um, I probably shouldn't be looking through photos to show you on an audio podcast. It's great, but I, I saw. I think one. it's the wave of the future. <laughs> I saw a photo last night that my girlfriend had taken of me. Took of taken of me. Took it's of so me. So nice to hear you thrown around, girlfriend. Just to hear that come out of your mouth. Last time you were here, times. we were talking about how I hadn't had a girlfriend in yeah. forever. You remember that? Yeah. The combo. We talked about your anxiety as well. Yeah. But also, yeah, that I hadn't had a girlfriend in forever. Yes. I had been single for forever. And, have a girlfriend and you met her on set. I met her on a movie. She was the makeup artist on a movie I did with Dave Hill and gruber and uh, really yeah Wh- we where? were in ohio oh my gosh i shot an indie in ohio it was in cleveland though where were you uh we were in dayton oh <laughs> <laughs> what a fun group to be there with though yeah it was uh like jordan carlos seth herzog uh gruber um esther Koo, what's the Dave movie Hill. about it's about <laughs> the working title right now is boy band and it's uh, it's about a boy band twenty years later. Love it. So Alrighty. we're all guys in a boy band Love trying it. to write our second album. Tw- yeah, twenty years later. Sounds amazing. Did you get to play music in it? I went in a, a couple days early to record music for it. Um, <laughs> yes. Which was weird, recording like you know, like boy band type music. And that's when your girlfriend fell in love with you. What's no, I met her. Her name's Chelsea. I met her Chelsea. on uh, the second day of shooting. She wasn't there the first day. Okay, let me, let's let's go back to that. Mo- let me ask you a question. Um, so she's doing your makeup, mm-hmm. and are you and my immediately hair, yeah. and your hair? Yeah, you're walking in for crush, the first time. To, I had a crush on immediately. her immediately. So you are already on a kind of a hyper aware. Yep. In fact, so, my so I'm first... sure there's tons of jobs where, because that's sort of an intimate job where you just don't care who it is and you're just sort of chill. So, yeah. but you're you've already got that like, oh, it's her. No, my first thought was like, oh god, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I was like, oh man, she's so cute. This is what I want to know because you are going to be in her chair every day, and well, yeah. the first place that I went is number one can't relax but let me hear about this problem i love it so much well i mean it was one of those it was such an indie such a low budget that like we didn't have our own trailers they had two rvs one rv for hair and makeup and wardrobe and the other rv was just where the cast would hang out it was one of those low budget movies and so the cast would hang out in their rv and i would just i would just always hang out in the hair and makeup in your underwear no dread, but I would. I just always wanted to be around Chelsea, and uh, for the first week, well, I mean, the whole time I was trying to keep it professional because I was like, I can't be hitting on the makeup artist while we're working. That's uncool. And so, when did you? So when did the hitting start? <laughs> when did the hitting on start? We we made out after the the rap party. That's at adorable. the rap party. Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, so it must we, have been an exciting rap party. We kept it above the boards the whole oh, shoot. Oh, a couple of professionals. But I think I, I took a photo of her. It's on my Instagram. Like the, I took a photo of her and tagged her on Instagram, and then she followed me on Instagram, and we kind of started direct and messaging. On. And then 
I somehow got her phone, her cell phone number while we were direct messaging. And then towards the second half of the shoot, I would be texting. And then one night I was like, we're flirting, right? <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. And your text before that was, I'm going to put my cock in you so hard. And then, and then you wrote, this is a flirt, right? Is this a flirt? Was is that this a, how you do it now? Did I flirt too much? <laughs> <laughs> or is that the right thing for 2017 in a text? That's appropriate. I want to poop on your chest. Is that too much? <laughs> <laughs> do you like PP? <laughs> do you like warm fluids of uh, any sort? Yeah, but then... Um, she lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. That was Son the only thing was she she's a, a local hire. And uh, so I've been flying a lot. <laughs> oh, but hey, I was thinking about what we were talking about the other day. You could you could maybe buy something in Cincinnati. Flip it. If I reverse it, if turn I it around. If I could afford it, I wouldn't I love Cincinnati. Like I had never been Yeah, but my point is can't you afford it more there than here? Oh yeah. Fucking rent. We would walk around our neighborhood and there's and it's like you know, it's Midwest slash almost towards the east. So, like, the buildings are all really old and cool, and the houses are amazing. And we'd be walking, I'd be like, how much do you think it would be to rent that house? She'd be like, like $1,000. For a house? Yeah. And it's like a giant two-story house. I'm like, fuck. So you've been flying back and forth? or not? Yeah, really? I haven't been out there in a while because winter. Yeah. <laughs> She's come out here more. Because, uh, yeah, she likes the L.A. weather. So I'm trying to get her moved out here. Okay. I'm trying to stay hydrated long enough to get her out here. How's your water drinking going? Since I saw you last when we did uh, Mary Lynn, and by the way, this is my guest, Mary Lynn Rice Cub. Uh, oh, hi. <laughs> uh, episode 89 here. Uh, Mary Lynn and I did a show, a benefit show. Yes. Saturday night. Or an elementary school. Yeah. Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers, uh, have kids. One of them has kids. Have, has kids. Jason. Jason has kids. I at, hate, um, like, I, enough time passes where I forget who has glasses. what kids. Well, that too, but. Jason has glasses. But they have, like, do they each have two kids? I've never met their kids, but I've heard about them. And then time will know. pass and then I'll forget. I have one son. Yeah. That, that I can remember. I know that. Uh, they ha One of them has a kid at this school, and they did a, a benefit, and we did it was you and me, Kevin Nealon, Matt Bronger, uh, the Sklar mm -hmm. brothers. Mary Lynn just burped off Mike. Very professional. Because I drink a lot of water. You know? Water doesn't make you burp. Well, it did just now. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Maybe because I'm trying to talk and um, drink water. Um, that was a really fun show, but I started by, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't nervous because I've performed enough to not be nervous in that You've way. You've been in a shitty mood. Yes, but I also know myself well enough that I was like, it was almost, it's a different level of nervousness where it's like, don't go dark. Don't go inward and don't go flat and don't go dark with it because then you won't have fun and they won't have fun and... um. You mean was, don't go dark to the audience, like, I'm yeah. having a shitty time. Well, not even, I don't even have to say it. I mean, the last time I was at the improv lab, lab before this, and have you ever, I mean, I'm sure every comic has had this experience where it's pretty much the nature of it, but where you, 
do material you know works, but it's all your attitude. It's at your the, energy. At yeah. the lab, my energy, I came out and I was looking at the ground and I didn't even mean to be and just hating on them because they were like young and, and sort happy. of <laughs> happy and like didn't really care. Yeah. I, ju- I just immediately judged them as like, oh, they're not discerning. Yeah. Which, why would that even, like, they're out, they're in an audience. Like, what? why do I have to hate on them? But um, <laughs> I just remember at one point I was like, oh, you can't relate. And I just now, because I've, because I had been on the road for the past few years, now I'll have, you know, back when we met each other, I probably would never do this. But now I have right. the, the combo of bad attitude and lashing out on them because now I'm not afraid to be like, oh, really? <laughs> do you, I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> I've had a really bad relationship. Do you come in the condom? That's, do you do you fill the whole thing? Up? Like I was just saying do stuff. Do you come in the condom? Yeah. I don't know what I... What does that mean? Because one guy was like giving me attitude. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm a mother. You can't relate. Uh, what you, are you, you, you? You're just here before you go to the club, right? You're just wait. I, like I just had the worst attitude. Uh, and instead of doing my job, which was to find a way to relate, I just went really. Uh, oh my god! Mean I about it. Just now had a flash of a memory of the last time you did. My and Brendan Small show at the Improv. Oh yeah, I forgot about and that. I know where you're unleashed on a guy in the audience. That was in a funny way though, and he deserved it. Yeah, because he was a drunk. Yeah. Yes. But you. The, I, fucking... I see why this would re- re- relate, but but in that case, right. I felt justified, and I no, felt no, kind of good. We about were all in the back of the room going, "Thank God, somebody's saying something," because <laughs> we were all just ignoring him. Yeah. You went up and were like. Because I think Brendan at some point so had found fun. out the guy's name, yeah. like say Tom, and you went up and you're like, "Fuck you, Tom! <laughs> Fuck you!" <laughs> like, and we were all like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" We were all dying and going, "Thank God, someone's saying something to this guy." But I honestly, in that case, and not to toot my own horn, but just to say the different levels of, yeah, I did unleash on him, but I felt like I still contained it. And went on with my set and sort of shut him down and was like, you cannot do that yeah. in this show. Like, I, no, I remember totally that being recovered my, it, and but it was... Because he stuck, he was one of those people that stuck out. And mm-hmm. the, the thing I'm talking about the other night was like, I just didn't like them as a whole and I wasn't getting the energy going and yeah. like, that's on me, you know? <laughs> it still was highly enjoyable, but that night, it, that guy was being like a nuisance, he was being rude, he was being drunk, he thought he was like being cool and it's yeah. like, dude, you're... You're not cool. You're not interesting. You're not helping. You're not helping. You're sloppy. You're gross. <laughs> I wish I, I wish there was a recording of that because we were all in the back of the room just going, "Oh my god, this is br- fucking awesome." I have a. Um, I think I used this on him. Sometimes I tell it as the story of this happening, but it had originally it really did happen. Someone was heckling, but this time it was a woman. And when you discover your inner rage and you you realize, I mean, I definitely hate men, but I also hate women yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the and it, it's that same type of I I seem to remember her with maybe a foot on the stage and yeah, yeah. 
why would a woman have her, fo- her foot on the stage? Some, why would anybody? I don't know. Do uh, and 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 that um, the this privileged attitude and maybe there was a champagne on I in the comedy club. Maybe I'm just mad at people who have a good time <laughs> and who have a nice life. No, but she had a she had a bad tude, and she was heckling in a way that was not helpful, right. not cute, right. not fun. And I, and honestly, again, from being on the road, I've learned how to shut it down playfully. I would say two to three, maybe four times, maybe five times. You're going back and forth with this person, and then finally, I just. Now I don't remember what it was because it was my standby thing. And I think I used it on that dude where I said, there's some like lesbian innuendo. Uh And she's like, oh, I would like that. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah, I would like it too until I, I don't know. It just turned into something about her whole head being up my vagina. And then I would close it and like cut off her air supply. You did say something about that. Yeah. So now it's like this trigger, um, which now I've forgotten. I probably won't do it again, but the period until of time, the rage like, comes out. Yeah. And then you'll it, remember it might it. still be, yeah, it might still be in there, but yeah, it was like cutting off your air supply and it just gets really graphic. And, um, last time I had to deal with that was San Francisco. I was at the punchline with John door and, um, it was our last night. It was like a Saturday night, and it was the late show. The shows had all been good, but the last fucking night, and there was... At the punchline? Yeah. There was a bachelor party... Oh, boy. ...and a bachelorette party... Oh, boy. ...at the same fucking time. They had to prove who was having a better time? The dudes who was were, getting more wasted? No, the dudes were totally <gasps> good. great. Quiet, great. The ladies. The girls were like... And I... And I... I usually can just ignore people who are like, Haha, yeah, no, like, yeah, they're not heckling, but they're just right. talking at you. Right. Sure. Or commenting like, oh, no, you that kind of oh, shit. Yeah. And I finally I snapped and I was like yelling at this fucking woman. And what did you say? I don't remember. I think I was talking about something about. A, a bit about shitting your pants about a friend of mine who shits pants and she's like oh no oh uh-uh. and I just went off I think at one point I was like I wish I could fucking shit your pants right now I wish I could just make shit appear in your fucking pants you loud obnoxious fuck your poor fucking husband to be like I would fuck, I was just lost my shit and I never do that. I'm usually just like the guy's in, in, in his own head going, oh, God, why won't they shut up? I've gone off on women for being passive aggressive. Uh, like, you think you're not interrupting, but you are interrupting. Like, you think you're being cute about it. But, yeah. but you know what? I, I, I don't hate women, of, of course. <laughs> I just, I think we, I think women have it hard. You know, everyone's trying to figure out how to have a good time. And women are like, you know, do we... Do we please our men? Are we the sassy woman? Do we speak? You know, they don't. Yeah. They, we. There's a certain protocol for bros getting loud and having a good time, and I think when women do it, like sometimes we don't know the barometer or know how to do it. Yeah, I don't know that. I, even later, later at the comedy store, some woman—I don't even remember what she said—but it was something that I construed as like, "Oh, I'll take it there," and I was just like, "You know what? Let's just like." 
figure it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 2017. The, the world is fucked up. Like the last thing we need is a bunch of women like, oh no, you did like, I oh, watch out. Like it's like, <laughs> what? no, that that attitude is just right. your knee jerk way of acting out. Like, oh, I'm gonna, I, I don't even know what it is. Like I'm gonna get wasted and I'll like, I, that's what I mean. There's no identity for a woman yeah. uh, to be outspoken in like a a messy way there's no cool way right sometimes guys can get away with it and you're like oh that's they're just being bros or whatever yeah. and when girls do it it's like holy shit yeah it's <laughs> like, always like whoa what is this yeah, yeah, where yeah. did this come from and it and, and and maybe like we're so bottled up that when it does come out it's like so unappealing and yeah. unattractive and whereas guys you, you there's more of a vernacular for Whatever it is, I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about like in generalities. You're just venting. Of, like, You're just, I'm just venting. venting. Yeah, I feel like I'm not being specific enough. Yeah, the first thing when I saw you at that at that benefit show Saturday, you were like, I don't, I don't, what am I doing? I don't want to do. And I was like, I, I don't want to do this. I fucking hate doing stand-up. And then I immediately was so happy. Yeah, you're, that's the first thing you said. We were doing exactly you. what we're doing right now. <laughs> and then Kevin Nealon showed up. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, because I've been do. doing this forty years. Why am I doing this? Yes. First thing out of his mouth. Just... Although I feel like it was lost on him because you and I both were like, we were just talking about that. And he just yeah. had no reaction. Yeah, he really didn't. He was like, oh, he's like, I got a whiskey. I understand why people get these. Yeah, and then he didn't really drink it. I think it was just like novel to him. I got a Jack Daniels. <laughs> I don't know why I do it. Stand up. Like, why did I go do a benefit show? <laughs> I could have stayed home and yeah. been just as fulfilled. Really? Is that true? Oh, yeah. I know. It's I feel just, the same way. I'll see people. People will call or text me, and I'll see their their caller ID, and I'll, I'll, I just know. I go, they want me to do a show, and I just ignore it. I don't answer. And sure enough, it's like, hey, you want to do my show? And then I, I'm just always making I, – I, I, and I told you, I'm finally at a point now where they're like, hey, would you do my show? And I'm just like, I just go, no. But, Whereas it was always, oh, I can't. I'm going to be out of town even right. when I'm not. Or I, I got a show already. Right. I have a show that, yeah, I'm just like, no. Like you, felt, you felt like, oh, I owe it to you to, oh, of course, I want to do your show. But I, yeah. and now, um, do you... So okay, so given that, do you go through periods where you? I mean, you also texted me. I want to do a special. So th so like, let's say you're like, no, no, yeah. no. I'm at home. I'm not doing anything. Then at what point do you get that motor well, running? I haven't. Where you, you know, feel I've, like doing something. I've never recorded any of my stuff, so I've yeah. had like a shitload of stuff, and um, I have an hour's worth of stuff. I'm like the I hemorrhoid should... block alone. It, it's I've been doing it for so fucking long. I I'm so sick of in my head. I feel like such an asshole going. Oh, I used Preparation H this year for the first time ever. I'm like, by the way, I thoroughly enjoyed that, and I don't remember hearing it or when uh, when the last time I've heard it. Is. I've been doing that joke for like five years. Really? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I ha I think I have heard it before, but it was very fresh to me the other night. Oh, thanks. But I I want to told you I want to do a, a special. Even if it's just an album, just audio, I would like to record video, but just do a special called like early retirement or something where I just 
Fantastic. Do my hour, and then I'm done doing stand-up just to have it. And I'm sure I won't quit doing stand-up. It'll probably last for like six months, and then I'd start doing it again. But, um, yeah, you've never recorded anything. Mm-mm. I love the idea of old retirement. We should just name our uh, uh, specials like Old Timers Club, Early Bird Special. It's about time. AARP endorsed. Yeah. The Blue Plate Special. <laughs> um, no, I never have. And I probably I... last time I was in here, I'm sure I vented about this, but I, um, I'm, I'm now coming out of this epic on the road which mm-hmm. ended last it's been going on a year now because we're, we're almost into summer yeah, yeah last august i was in edinburgh yeah and that was the culmination of my hardcore road work and then i was like all right i'm gonna because i talk about my husband and my kid a lot and yeah, I, yeah. I i sort of arced it into something that would be a one-woman show that i could take to edinburgh and it was great but you know, I I did Montreal into Edinburgh, so Ugh. I essentially was like going. Did you on... do the full month in Edinburgh? Yeah, I, oh I, my! God. I know I, I was going on like forty shows in a row, and I would say it was around show thirty that I left my body and started talking to myself while I'm delivering the show, and I was just like, "What are you doing? Like, get out of here! <laughs> are you, you going to break into the comedy scene? What in is the, UK? the end game? Yeah, yeah what?" Go back to L.A., like work in the industry that you're established in. It's called television. Why don't you go home and that's, be with your family? And like, why what, are you here? <laughs> that's what I'm constantly asking. My The big question with all of it is, what's my end game? Yeah. I don't do the road, mainly because I have such bad vertigo. I'm afraid I'll be in some weird little town. And like halfway through my weekend, I'll get vertigo and won't be able to get out of bed. And then I'm like, what do I do? tell these people these people have bought tickets like so i'm just i just don't do the road um so i'm like why am i doing this you know because the only way you can make money is by going out on the road right. you don't get money in la right, right. what's you get the 13 dollars do, do i want to be a touring comedian yeah you do a show at the improv you get 13 dollars <laughs> i don't know if i've ever been paid from the improv i might have some checks there really? yeah you should probably look into that <laughs> got some 13 dollar big ones I'm like, I guess the end game is a special, you know, do a special and that's it. Maybe see, my- I always see you as, I mean, we don't see each other that often, but it, when I see you, it's like super familiar. Like you have that vibe of, even though I don't know all the details of your life, but, <laughs> um, but I also have this perception of you that you um, have integrity. I know it's crazy. <laughs> But that you kind of, you're somebody that follows, you really won't, and you you would probably describe it completely differently, but you really go around people that you like, you go around things that you like, Mm -hmm. you know, you take photographs, that's a very, very specific, I like this thing, this is how I see it, it's it's called vision, Steve. It's the photo, I almost said photography, the (laughs) photography aspect is just me disconnecting from people if i'm at a party with my camera i don't have to talk to anyone because like, oh, i knew you would have a different take they're on like it. oh he's taking a picture i won't talk to him <laughs> it really that's how it started then i just like taking photos too but um yeah i mean when i first started performing it was 
I don't know why you disconnecting made me think of me. My, I think I had a desperate need to connect and express myself because I was painting. Yeah. And it was so interior. And I, I just had a lot of energy and a lot of bottled up energy. And then having people critique a painting, I just, I was going crazy. So I started performing and doing open mics. And right. I think for so many years, uh, I don't know. I mean, at this point in time, the positive is like I'm, I'm maybe done being a child. I'm like I'm, I'm ready to start my career now. But now it's like kind of over for me. At the same time, you know, it's like I'm to God. I'm a total late bloomer because I spent the last. I see so many young people who are just so on it and so prolific and so specific in their voice. And I was just like, does anybody like me? Like, do I exist? Am I here? Am I really here? That's your voice. Yeah, that's my voice. That's a total cycle. I was totally, you know, when I was in my 20s, I was totally into it and loved performing. And was like, oh, my God, I have a show tonight. Oh, my God. And, like, would have such a high going off stage, even if it was a shitty show. <laughs> I just did a show. Yeah. And now I'm just like, why am I driving to a Chinese restaurant to do fucking stand-up? And, and I leave going, there were fucking four people there. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. I mean, do you think that's a maturity as far as your approach to it? Or do you think you're that just means I'm done <laughs> doing this? I don't know. I, I don't know. You should, you should record something, though. So should it, you. Even if it's just audio, because... If you haven't recorded anything, that means you have you have like twenty. How how long have you been doing stand up? Like twenty years. Yeah. You probably have like twenty years worth of shit. Yeah, but there's so much I would never. No, but you here's what you do: you take the best bits that you've ever had, right? Going way back then, and you do an album called Maryland's Greatest Hits. <laughs> and yours is early retirement. And mine is greatest hits. Greatest hits. I like it. <laughs> and you set it up at the beginning. Like you go, I'm recording this to put out some of my favorite jokes I've done over the past 20 years. Some of them are a little dated. Some of them are current. So you'd be able to tell. But, you know, and so you just start out with like some topical jokes from now. And then like a few jokes in, you're like, Have you heard these guys Pearl, <laughs> you know, or it's like, <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I'm sure AST would put out an album for you. I have people that know me from the 90s. Every once in a blue moon, somebody will remember. I should do this on my greatest hits. I used to, um, I used to, instead of writing jokes, I would do the act of Joan Rivers and of Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher! But the... Uh, who I had caught a snippet of was on TV, on cable TV way back when. And I remember watching it and just being like, what the fuck? Yeah. But on stage, the the persona is like, so this guy, he's supposed to be really good. So I'm not the person that's hating on him. I'm the person that's like, yeah. this, he knows what comedy is. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just trying to deliver the best Gallagher yeah. jokes. The, the jokes that aren't him hitting a... I know, it's it's like the craziest, oldest reference. <laughs> Gallagher. It's so outrageous. I saw Fred Armisen at Largo recently, and he, he just... He did a whole set where he was just... He did like other... Like he did a bit, a, a bit of patents. And, <laughs> That's amazing. 
but he wouldn't say he was stealing a bit. He would do it, and then he would be like, "Yeah, I heard that from this guy Pat." Not like, and then, and he just told this fucking story about. Uh, oh my god! I was watching TV the other night, and uh, and there was this award ceremony called the Oscars on, <laughs> and it was at the very end, and like. Uh, this uh, Warren Beatty came out and he was like had this card and he's announcing the winner and he's like, it's uh, it's La La Land and he just all he did was tell the story of that Best Picture mix up. He's like, you guys, it was so crazy. <laughs> and he had to be there though. <laughs> so his the conceit was he was just recreating. He was this, telling a story crazy that crazy thing that he was I telling the story that like. Something that's obvious everyone knew about and saw, but he was like <laughs> saying it like he was the only person that had seen it. I had to drink some water. Anyway, yeah, but I told you when I saw you Saturday that I was dehydrated. So, um, what happened? I just you passed out. Did you say? No, no, I almost passed out. Where were you? You drove yourself to the emergency. I was out room. here in Burbank. I went to the gas station. I got out of my car. You dro- got a coffee at the gas station. No, no. You drank some gas. I got, <laughs> that might be my problem. <laughs> I dropped my keys on the ground and I bent over to pick them up. And when I stood up, I got tunnel vision. I almost passed out. And then I sat and I sat down. And then my heart started like oh, palpitating, like weird, like boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 and I was just like really freaking out, and I was sweating, and and I was right, right here by St. Joseph's. That was gonna be my next question. <clears throat> Did you have to Google hospital? No, no, because it's the same hospital I go to when I get kidney stones. Sure. <laughs> Good time. And so I went there. How many times have you gotten kidney stones? Three, only three. Oh times. God, only, only three. three. <laughs> One is too many. Oh no. And so I just go, and like this is. This has been the palpitations have been something that's happened since I've lost weight, you know, and it, ha- it started like you know in January and and but when I, I was like I got to see a doctor and so I'll make an appointment and then they'll be like we can't see you for two weeks and then by the time I go in it's not I don't have palpitations right. so they're like oh we don't know Why so while that- it was happening I was like I think I'm dehydrated but while I'm having this, I want to go have someone look at it. So I went to the hospital mainly because I was like, they'll be able to see it in real time. And And was it still palpitating when you got there? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was Um, great. And and is that a result of weight loss somehow or a reaction? Well, I think I said this on my last podcast. Oh yeah. We're getting into the medical zone now. No, no. I think that promotion because I would never get palpitations before. And be, and I would never get, really get dehydrated, but I think it's because I've lost like 30 pounds of weight. My body's not retaining water as much, so I'm dehydrating easier. Is that right. is that possible? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. It also might be, you know, panic attacks or something. It might be unrelated to water. But I was dehydrated on that, that day. Did they give you fluids? Or not that it wasn't. The no, same. they they had me hooked up to a heart monitor and they had taken blood because there's a, a, a chemical or something that your heart releases when you're having a heart attack that they wanted to make sure I wasn't having a heart attack, which I I wasn't obviously. And then I'd been there for like four hours and they're like, oh, you're Sweet. dehydrated. We can give you an IV. And I was like, I don't want to pay for anything else. I go, 
I know what it is, so I'll go out and I'll just, I got some Pedialyte and chugged it and felt great. And now I'm drinking so much water that I'm taking, I have to piss all the time. Nice. Like all the time. Yeah. I used to be like, oh man, I, I must have a huge bladder. I can go like eight hours without having to pee, <laughs> not realizing it. No, you need to fucking drink Aww, more water. Oh, it's adorable. The past like three days, I've had to pull over twice in my car and just piss into an empty water bottle what? like it was so bad i was just driving and i'm like oh my god oh my god i have to pee so bad i'm just out in the middle of nowhere so i just pull over into a parking lot grab one of the empty water bottles and pee into it by the way i have a vagina so i will not do that but one of my favorite <laughs> pastimes as someone who drinks a lot of water is when i leave the house i always have to have my things and mm -hmm. usually i don't really need anything sometimes it'll be a snack and a coffee but yeah if I don't need those things, which is quite often, yeah, always a water. Yeah, but I'll be sitting in traffic, so by the time I get to wherever I'm going, it's just a habit. I'm yeah. like, why do you do this every time? It's good because I'm drinking water, but it's bad because by the time I get there, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna pee so bad. So if I'm on my way to a meeting or whatever, I just, it's like painful by the time I get there. I also do this weird thing where it's like, oh, you're supposed to have like. You know, however much water a day, like eight glasses of water a day or something. And if it get all, uh, sometimes I'll just drink it all at once. Like that's like, <laughs> nice. I'll be hydrated. Yeah. Not realizing Let me that. take care of this right now. Like, no, to eight hours, I'll still be, I'll need water again. It's, yeah. That's how they get you. Like I'll you want to just get it over with. Look, are you happy now, body? Let yeah, me that's just... the shitty thing is it's, it's, it doesn't ever end. It doesn't ever end. Or it'll get to the end of the day and I'll be like. I didn't have enough water today. And then I'll chug a bunch of water before bed. And I'm sure. like, why have I woken up four times during the night to go to the bathroom? And you don't really drink, do you? I don't drink at all. Yeah. Do you never you? have. I used to, and I still, um, I like the idea of it. Yesterday I had a last minute play date <laughs> for my son. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and my husband broke it down for me afterwards. And he's usually, um, I don't want to say man a few words. I mean, I have a bit, my opening bit that I've been using for a while is like, my husband talked to me today. And then I like pause, like, I know, it's uh, awesome. Uh, and just like, <laughs> that's the whole area is like, I can't believe that he talked to me. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> he's like a dude and he is very respectful even like he owns a small gym and even as a boss he like lets people do their own thing you know it's mm -hmm. not like figure it out but yeah last night i was like whoa because he was super concise he was like yeah i don't know why did you have that play date like everyone was overtired you basically just threw a mini party at the last minute yeah, and yeah. like you could have just like chilled out and i was like oh um I canceled that other thing with him because I didn't want to drive across town and I felt guilty because I wanted him to have someone to play with. And, you know, we live in L.A. It's not like we can just go outside and play with someone. And yeah. I realized I had done this whole crazy scheme. And he's like, yeah. And then you, like, order pizza and, like, the dogs are there and then the mom brings wine. And you got he's like, it was like a whole. It's a party. And I'm like, yeah. And he, I go, it wasn't too long. He's like, yeah, it was. And then, you know, like, our kid was, he was like, um. When he's overtired and it's bedtime, but he's all jacked up. So he's just like, I don't want to go to bed. I'm like all mad. But you're like, 
and then I get an attitude like, what the fuck yeah. is he mad about? I just had this whole play day. And then I have to like take a chill, go into the chill zone and clearly a half hour. Time out. Yeah. After he was in bed, I was like, oh, that was way more like, why am I doing all this shit? But yeah. anyway, I, that was a total tangent to, uh, yeah, just give I, him an iPad. And... That, that's exactly, I was trying to get him. I was like. I just wanted to play for a couple hours after school and it turned yeah. into this thing where there's like three kids over and, and I was like, oh, I could see. And I'm really sensitive to that where he's been just being at school is stressful because you're around other kids and you're having to negotiate like socially, yeah. you know, and then when you come home, you're like, OK, finally, I can just, yeah. you know, because you really it takes a lot to interact with people and it's not. I are was trying to have something up, chill. Are you setting up the play dates? Is it your idea or is he like, I want to go play with so-and-so? Well, the thing is, the ultimate, which is, you know, kind of a fantasy. We all like, oh, back in my day, I would just go out and play. Mm -hmm. So my instinct was like, I just want him to be able to go out and play like before dinner. Yeah. But so I texted these two moms and I'm like, hey, is anybody playing? And the next thing you know, it turns into. I got wine. <laughs> yeah. And like it's a pool party and I've ordered pizza. And then my son and this girl, like they're splashing each other. And then he's like, by the time my husband comes out, our kid is over there. <laughs> like dripping wet by himself with like the sourest look on his face because like the little girl wanted the snorkel and there's only three and there's four kids and then he goes inside and he's like her nose is in it mom and I'm like it's fine he's like I can't use it now and she didn't even ask and I'm like wow this is isn't it amazing be... that as a kid that's their that's their <laughs> biggest problems is like ugh it is, Her nose was in that. Dude, like, it it's not like, oh, how am I going to pay rent yeah. this month? It's, it is the greatest. They, it, it, but you get to see, because um, I was talking to the mom, I was like whispering with mom, like before you have the layers of adulthood and responsibilities, but just their early interactions where they're, yeah. they, it's like, you want to be like, dude, I don't like how you're talking to me right now. <laughs> but it, you know what I mean? It's the first yeah. time you encounter somebody and this girl has like, two brothers so she's you and he's an only child so i'm sure he's like whoa like this bitch is like ready for what i'm throwing down you know yeah. he's used to like sort of being the boss yeah. and she's kind of like uh-uh and she's super nice but she's like giving back to him what he's throwing down right but then at one point they're like she's like val his name is val she's like chase me and it's you know it's chase me <laughs> it's shit like that where you're like this is adorable and then 40 seconds later you know it's like Oh, she looked at me or whatever. Oh, but it's man. all that is energy, right? Of yeah. like trying to figure out. And then at one point he's like, can so-and-so come over? Like he wanted, he, without say, blatantly saying it, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be here right now. I want this other dude. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Just like, it turned into like a planned out thing that I didn't want it to be. And my husband, Matt, was like, yeah, that's stressful. I was like, I was, I was trying to be cash. Yeah. I was trying to put a shout out of like, hey, is anyone riding bikes or whatever? But it doesn't really work that way. I'm stressed out just hearing about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I used to love just going out and playing. Yeah. I used to love coming home from school and just being like, I'm going to get on my fucking bike and ride around the neighborhood. That's Just fucking yeah. riding around on your bike. It's the best. And now you'd never do that, right? Oh, I I would be so stressed to ride around it 
I can't wait like, for you to get I a gonna, bike am I and get, drink some water and just ride around on that bike. Oh, I have a bike. I but I'm like I can't imagine like riding it around a for neighbor fun. a neighborhood. Oh, I'm gonna go for a ride. Like now, the only thought is I should ride my fucking bike to get some exercise. But if I do that, you know, I I'll ride uh, along the L.A. River. You know, if you start you. You can start up by the zoo. There's that bike path oh, along yeah. the LA River, and you ride all the way down to like the almost to downtown and back. You make and it it's a like, task. Dang. Yeah, it's like 14 miles. Girl, that's a long way. But it's a bike path. It's not like there's not the adventure of like I'm gonna drive to that abandoned fucking house and see if I can break a window and. You're like Stranger Things, a portal into another universe. Yeah, with my neighbors and doing all that, sh- all that shit that would terrify me now as an adult. Yeah. yeah, my son today, he tries to be like cool dude, but when I dropped him off there, he goes to a progressive private school, and they uh. the whole classroom is transformed. They have these like building blocks, like this big, and they built structures and they built like a Hopi mesa. So so it's they're studying the Hopi, but it's like wow. the room where you cook, the room where you store things, and they're designing it. And this fucking, my fucking kid, it's almost like I've given him, my husband and I have given him an attitude. Or, or he they have, you know, the layer of attitude that you put uh, out towards the world. But I walk him into his classroom, and he's like, and there's this thing. And he's like showing me stuff and like. Just so remind me of what you're talking about, where you're just like looking for adventure and the like little fake bed thing. They have like a little piece of fabric, and he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna lay down." And he's like, "Oh, mom!" Like he didn't want me to leave. He wanted to show me. <laughs> they made a pot for cooking. He's like, oh, "There's the coal," and he's like, "Every little thing he's showing me." And then the bed one. But by, by the way, it's like a foot and a half off the ground, yeah. the floor of their classroom, and he's laying on the bed, and then he pops up and gets on the floor and crawls underneath it. And as an adult, I'm like, oh, oh, like the levels of <laughs> of cringing, like so many things, like the quickness that you did that, you didn't give a thought that you were on the fucking floor. Yep. You're, you're twice as big as this little bed structure, but he like curled himself into a ball instantly and went under there and was like, this is a good hiding space, right, mom? He's <laughs> like, just showing what? off for you. Like, what? You're on the floor, dude. Get off the floor. But I was <sighs> But I caught myself and my own inability to, like, what? I would never lay on a floor. Are you kidding me? Do you get sick a lot from from your kids no. going to school? Like no. a lot of people do? No. I, I don't get sick. it's a little sick. bit of a myth. I mean, I, I don't It's have, definitely around more with kids, for sure. I don't have kids, so I'm, I'm like, I don't get sick a lot. But uh, I remember a couple years ago, I... There were there were a couple of years in a row where I didn't get a flu shot and everything was fine. I didn't get the flu because I had always gotten flu shots. My dad was a you doctor. Did? Yeah, my dad was a doctor. Never did. So we would bring them home from work and he would give us flu shots at the house. So my whole life I just always got flu shots, never got the flu. And then um uh one year I just I kept putting it off and putting it off. Finally it's like February. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna get a flu shot now. And then Wait, uh, what? There's a time of a year. And you well, get you're it? supposed to get it in the fall for, oh. for that for the winter season, the flu season. Oh my gosh! And uh, so I didn't get the flu, and I'm like, oh, I didn't get the flu. And then the next fall, they're like, flu shots are out, and I was like, I didn't get it last year. I'm not going to do it this year. Didn't get the flu. Next year, didn't get the flu shot. 
Christmas Eve, I went over to Tom Papa's house. He had like a bunch of people over for like a Christmas Eve dinner. And like it was a bunch of people and their kids. <laughs> and I got the fucking flu because there were fucking disgusting snot-nosed kids yeah. running where touching every... Yeah. Putting their fucking hands into a bowl of chips. And yeah. I, I was like, I had such a bad fucking flu. The best. You got to have a kid right away. Oh, no. I can't do as that. As fast as you can. You'll be immune to the flu. I've never wanted a kid. Really? Yeah. What about Chelsea? She doesn't want a kid either. <gasps> you guys, a match made in heaven. <laughs> I know, You're hot. just going to ride your bikes around neighborhoods. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely see if you can just get down on the ground and cra- crawl under some blocks if you the, can. My only worry, though, is what do I do when I get fucking old? Who's going to take care Part of me? Part of me is like, should I have a kid just to take care of me? Because oh, good Lord. Hire a servant now. <laughs> a servant? I can pay you put, in yeah, put that on the roster. empty water bottles. <laughs> I but you know when uh, and that didn't really hit me until my dad was dying and I would spend time at the hospital with him. I mean it was like six months of just going back and forth to the hospital. And I was like, what what would he be doing if if my brother and my sister and I weren't always visiting the hospital? I mean my mom was there too, but I'm like, right. I'm like I'm glad we're there to be around and keep him occupied and talk to him and I, and I was like. It's real shit. I go, fuck, what, when, if I'm in this position someday, which I very well could be, I mean, we all die, it's just a matter of how, like, what if I'm in a hospital for six months, and I'm fucking just a single dude, and I'm just like, <sighs> you gotta make friends with some young people. <laughs> <laughs> just keep them around. Make friends with, with <laughs> the young. <sighs> it's a reason to do comedy now. Is to keep friends with the younger generation. And then when you're in the bed like that. I'll mentor. Wait, what are you going to be like in the bed? (laughs) You just, yeah, you'll mentor. And everyone will be like, oh, Steve, he mentored me my first time on stage. I hope it's quick. I hope it's quick. Yeah, no shit, A long hospital stay is a bummer. But then, but and also there's the, you know, my now my mom is a widow and I like... Try and go out and have lunch with her, you know, and hang out with her once a week. And luckily she lives close by. And I'm like, what would she be doing, you know, if it weren't for, you know, me and my siblings? Like, just be like, and she won't move out of the house, which is fucking crazy because they had this big, it's the house we grew up, we all grew up in. So it's like, you know, it's like this three or four bedroom giant house. And I'm like, she would just be like puttering around this fucking big house what if she fell down like but she likes it there yeah she she's like why you know why would I go you hear it's a really common tale that you hear with you know everybody when their spouse dies and the kids are like mom you need to move into a spot and they're right. just like nope and i get it i wouldn't want to move either yeah are the bedrooms still decorated for the kids or no? No, my old bedroom became my dad's office, so it's just full of <laughs> boxes, like tax forms and like just and then uh and then my brother's old room turned into like a guest room. So it's just a very nondescript, just a right. plain looking room with a bed in it. Um and same with my sisters, that turned into a a, a guest room as well, you know. Um, 
So there's no really, me- there's like photos on the wall and stuff, but it, you wouldn't walk in and go, oh, right. is there a teenager living in this house? Although a lot of the closets are still like, there's boxes of all sorts of old shit of mine in there that right. every now and then when I'm home, I like take half an hour. I'll just go sit in the room going through boxes going, oh my God. And have a good cry. Oh my God. Look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was so young and beautiful. Oh, my class ring. Why didn't I audition for the lead? What was wrong with me? <laughs> That's me to myself. Were you doing drama in high school? I was. That was the only thing that I liked. I wanted to, but uh, they were the nerdy kids, and I was like yeah. afraid I'd be made fun of. Oh, really? But so I what was... did you do that was cool? I drank. <laughs> oh, nice. I was I was a bad kid. I got kicked out of school. And sent, oh, that's sent to right. Military school. I remember that. But I, mean, I secretly was like, I wanted. I, wanted, I said that like as if I remember that happening. So you were tortured. I wanted to do drama. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, but they were all the kids that got made sure. fun of, and yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I would have loved to have done drama. Well, wasted, military school, <laughs> wasted years. And I spent the last two years marching. <laughs> I mean, that's part of when I went to my kid's school this morning. I was like, this is fucking awesome, dude. Like, why am I trying to plan? Oh, I gotta have kids over. It's like, I'm already. He's already like his school is. Are you kidding me? That whole thing that they had. Yeah. It, and they do that constantly the whole year long. They're doing cool shit. Yeah. Like if I had one of these studies that was stimulating to me in any way. <laughs> well, it's so you know, like I couldn't wait to get out of school. I think. Going to college for me was a big mistake. Did you At go least, the whole time? Yeah, I was in college for like five years. You know, I was a biology major and then because uh, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I grew up scuba diving and skin diving and like I love the ocean. And I thought that's what I wanted to do. And um, and then I took biology for a semester and failed miserably because I couldn't wrap my head around the science of it. Mm. And so the rest of the year I was undecided. And then the next year, my friend Sam, who, who uh, is a photographer, and he was there and he was he was a photography major, an art major. He's like, dude, just be an art major. He goes, I've seen you doodle and draw and stuff. He's like, just be an art major. And I was like, yeah, I'll be an art major. <laughs> so I got a fucking art degree in painting. And I have like, oh, I've never picked up a paintbrush since I've oh, graduated. No yeah. And, uh, it was just to appease my parents. They wanted me to go to college, have a and uh, I wouldn't have done that. I, I honestly think I shouldn't have gone to college. Or if if I was going to go to college, I should have waited like five years to figure my shit out. Because now I feel like I could handle school, like yeah. as an adult, like I could sit and find like history interesting and listen and oh, pay attention totally. and too. retain it it's like we're just starting our lives now yeah whereas starting when you're over. 19 or 20 years old you're just looking at the girl at the end of the the aisle going oh my god she's so cute you're not paying attention i mean i still i touched on this earlier with needing to express myself but i still like it took me so many years just to socially get along i mean i put yeah. on a good face but like yeah me in my early 20s is just like i can't like i it's hey, i'm still should... unraveling that it's like i was a jerk off for i feel so like many i should have just gotten a shitty job in my early 20s and just 
been in life just made life. money even lived at my parents house till i was like 25 or something and then taking the money that i had saved and like traveled for like a year sure and then gone to fucking college yeah there's probably very a very small faction of kids that are suited to go right into studying more yeah there are some that it, that it works out fine but it's uh you don't know what I I mean I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I was, you know, I Turns wanted to Turns out it's stand up I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a comedian, you know? I I bought a George Carlin al- album when I was 11 years old. That's what I wanted to do. And then I just didn't, you know, I grew up in a world where I didn't think that was possible. You know, my dad was a doctor, my mom was a nurse, like there were no creative people in my family. I was like how do you become a comedian? Like, I guess your parents have to be comedians. <laughs> I was like, I guess I'm going to be a businessman or a science person. <laughs> and then it was, I think it was my mom was the first person who like, she knew I was super into comedy. And when I was like 18 or 19, she like cut out this newspaper thing in the newspaper about, oh, there's an open mic at this. No way. Yeah. Your mom did? Yeah. And she's like, you should go do this. And she was also the one who cut out a thing in the paper and said, the community playhouse is having auditions for uh, a Christmas carol. You should audition. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I booked one of the leads in the, I was like, all right. And I went in. What there, was your part? I was Jacob Marley. Oh yeah. Hell yes. And I just remember going in and there was That's like so great. 50 people there to audition. I was like, I've never acted. This is so embarrassing. And then right afterwards, the woman who was directing, who was doing the auditions like, Followed me out to the parking lot. She's like, you're great. She's like, "You, I want you to be Jacob Marley. I was like, all right. I have photos of newspaper clippings in the, wow. the paper in Riverside of That's amazing. Of the show. Yeah. And your mom knew. Yeah. And it's still in my head. I never realized that she knew. I was like, oh, she's just trying to connect with me. All right, I'll go do this. But that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a bizarre logic. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Because clearly she was doing that for you because she yeah. saw something in you. Yeah, which is That's because she wouldn't, you wouldn't randomly but do I that don't, to connect with I somebody. I also don't think I ever told my parents, like, I want to be a comedian. I never said, I want right. to be a comedian. I want to be an actor. I think they just knew. I mean, it also, you know. They probably saw my record collection, which was all George Carlin and Al, Weird Al and Dr. Demento. And like, like, oh, our son's a weirdo. He wants to be a comedian. Like, they probably knew. Obviously, they knew. Are you the youngest? Middle. Oh. But, um, yeah, it was, yeah, I, I never wanted to do anything other than com- comedy. Then so even funny. after Jacob Marley, you still went to marine biology school? Yeah, because I, <laughs> I was like, well, I just did a community play. Right. Where do you go from that? I was like, I grew up an hour away from here, an hour right. away from L.A., and I never went to L.A. until first time I went to L.A. I was So even tw- though your 19. mom was putting it in your hand, you still felt ingrained that, well, I got to figure out what to do. To yeah. make money. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know because I didn't know anyone else who had done it. No one in my family had done it. 
Right. I was just like, I love George Carlin. George Carlin was my favorite. My idols when I was growing up were George Carlin, John Ritter. Uh, yeah, George Carlin and John Ritter. I was just like, I'd love to be an actor like John Ritter. I, lo- I watched Three's Company when mm-hmm. I was a kid for so long and never understood half the jokes. Yeah. But I knew John Ritter was fucking hilarious. Yeah. In fact, I had Jason Ritter in here. Uh, he did my podcast. And it wasn't until the very end of the podcast. We just, you know, because we knew each other through like Thrilling Adventure Hour and uh-huh. stuff like that. And uh, I was talking to him and at the towards the very end of the podcast, I was like, I, I feel like I would be uh, remiss if I didn't mention that your dad is like one of the reasons I do this and like I started to cry. You did? Yep. And I immediately oh. stopped. I changed the subject. I was like, I started welling up and like, I was like, okay, uh, well, that's it. like, because I was like, if I keep talking, I'm just, I'm going to be blubbering. And what and did like, he do? Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. Because you can't say, yeah. you know, his dad passed away and you can't say, you have no idea what your dad meant. And he's like, right. yeah, he does. It was his d- fucking dad. Yeah. Like, no matter how sad I feel at his dad's passing, he felt a billion times. What if you were like, no, I'm sadder. I'm (laughs) more sad. sad. Um, But yeah, oh, John Ritter was. Yeah, but you used him prop. You were like, I'm sadder. And he's like, that's not even the. It's not even a word. Say English, speak English. Uh, I remember being annoyed by Jack Tripper. Sure. Again. Bitches, uh, where's my identity? Guess what? Don't like Janet, don't like Chrissy, and don't like Jack. Who so am I, like, Mr. Roper? <laughs> so you don't like that show? Maybe I didn't like that show. The lighting oh, was too it. bright; it was washed out. But I remember watching it a lot. And actually, I can st- I still have flash memories of his physicalizations being oh my god off the his, and I think I was entertained despite my like oh come on <laughs> like my need for like oh that wouldn't really happen <laughs> my favorite thing on that show was mr roper and how he would insult his fucking wife and then look at the camera and laugh there is nothing fucking funnier to me that is one of the fucking most uh genius things ever ever on tv and i want to know if it was his idea yeah. or if one of the producers or director was like, hey, next time you insult her, look right at the camera. Cause it had would... to have happened naturally, and then they kept it in, and then he kept doing it. That's what it was. Because it... you can't plan, okay, look at the camera and have that reaction. He did it, and they left it in is what happened. He did it, yeah. which is hilarious. And then they left the take a little bit longer. They're and like, then from now on, just keep. But then they were like, oh, I don't know if we should. And then then whoever oh, they all thought it was hilarious i've tried it's, to look it up on youtube and there's just no clips of i it. just gave you the answer oh no you mean, <laughs> no, you mean no, the actual moments clips yeah. of it oh, and, and like, i remember that i think i even went through tapes that i have of three's company and and digitized those moments and really? put them on youtube and they took them down you're kidding no no you're not allowed to put them up no it's all locked in a vault somewhere. Or at least I think my mistake was tagging them. Like sure. three, Three's there Company, ABC, because <laughs> then they're just like, they have Don't. people who it's their whole job to just go through and find yeah. their property online and get it taken down. My property. That's what it's all about. Can we get our property owned somewhere? 
Oh my God. Speaking of property, it's, we've been at this for an hour. How about Gosh. that? We got the whole day ahead talker. of us. You're a good talker. Uh, you're but a good do talker. we? I feel like my day's almost over. That's the difference. Uh, it's 11. We were talking about, because I start at 6. Oh my God. I got to like, I got to start winding down. I got to go buy some more water. You better <laughs> keep it. Do you have anything you're plugging? Oh boy. Any shows oh coming boy, up? Oh boy, do I. Do you? Nope. No shows? Any stand-up shows coming up? You know what? It's funny. After we talked and I completely gave up, <laughs> guess what? Of course. I mean, I, I was like, I am, because it, it had been a, and I finally was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. And then that next day or two, I actually felt like doing stand-up. And you completely oh, let wow. go of something. So I'm going to do flappers tonight. And then oh. I put in my avails for the comedy store, which I haven't in the past few weeks. Um. So we'll see. Is it your own show at Flappers? No, I'm just doing a spot, it's, dude. It's probably, it's, do you know who else is performing? I do not. I'm not. I'm not good at plugging. Well, this because I'm kind of still in the middle of quitting. This show usually drops on Tuesdays. Hey, look for my special. What did you say? Greatest hits. <laughs> greatest hits. Maryland's greatest. Twenty hits. years in comedy. You really should do that. And I bet if you talk to Matt Belknap, um, or whoever is now in charge of the AST Records, okay. They would be like, yeah. And you could just do it anywhere. Just yeah. record it anywhere and just, you know, whatever jokes you remember that you loved, just you should really do greatest hits. Okay. Um, Thanks for the inspiration. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I forget. Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. This show usually drops on Tuesday, but today is Tuesday. So I don't know if this episode will make it out today or not. Do you know if it if there's a possibility that it could go out today? Well, this is fresh. It's dicey. So it may go out Thursday, <laughs> which is probably more likely. But if this comes out today, if if you're listening to this on Tuesday, the 6th of June. I'm going to do the comedy store this weekend. Come on. And Mary Lynn's at Flappers tonight in the comedy <laughs> store this weekend. Because um, I hate comedy. So I hate yeah. Stand-up. And you can find her on... My stand-up's going to be explosive. Instagram and Twitter, is it? I'm going to heckle myself and shit my own <laughs> pants and then tell myself I wish I could shit, shit my, my own pants. Shit your pants for you. Uh, what's your Instagram handle in your... My whole name, at Maryland Rice Cub. You'll see is a lot really? of... That's a long... I know. I, sw- I was working with a social media lady and we switched just so it would be consistent. That's what name. I did. Um, but yeah, I do have a long name. Thank you for reminding me. I should have changed. And Rice it years Cub ago. is R A J S K U B. R A J S K U B. Rice Cub. You'll see a lot of pictures of my cat on Instagram. Sound it out. I enjoyed Rice your uh, Riverside signage. Rice. Oh cup. yeah. Don't I love it. old signs. So great. I was driving. Riverside's an old, shitty old town. You're seeing your mom. Yeah, I went to. I took my mom out to lunch for her birthday. Good stuff. And I was driving back, and I was like, I'm going to take some photos. Uh, anyway, so look for Mary Lynn online. Uh, you can find out about her shows there, most likely. Do you have a website? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> no. I used to have MaryLynnStandup.com, but it's, it's all abandoned. It's a ghost town. It's a ghost town. Um, Just look for me in the valley. So that's it. Look for Mary Lynn around the valley. I'll be looking valley. for... Um, Brody Stevens. Catch her in old episodes of It's Always Sunny as Gail the Snail. I like how you're legit professionally trying to plug some shit for me. Yeah, sure. 
Um, and I just got a residual for two broke girls. The big deal for seven cents. Yep, somewhere you posted there. a photo. Yeah, <sighs> I save up all my residual checks that are like that, like three cents. I just put them on the shelf, and then when I get like five dollars worth, I'll. I'll oh, take that's them. smart. Yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm still in the zone of like, oh, it puts me in a downward spiral. No, I'm that's everybody. This one cent, it is. Um. So thanks for uh, listening, you guys. Thanks uh, for having me. Thanks, Marilyn, for doing this. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.